Real VC, a podcast about Ventura County real estate. My name is Reed Fish. I'm the CEO of Upmarket Media, and I am so thrilled today to be joined by this week's co-host, Ignacio Ansaldo, a realtor with Liv Sotheby's International Realty in Ventura. Ignacio, hello. Hey, Reed. How's it going? Good. I'm, every time I'm with you, I feel good. So I'm feeling good today. Um, but first, before we get into what we're going to talk about today on the podcast, I want to take a moment to introduce the podcast and let our listeners know what we're about and what we're going to be doing here each episode. First, we're so thrilled and happy that you are joining us today for this first episode. And this podcast is designed to be a resource for realtors in Ventura County. We'll be talking each time about broader issues that realtors face in their day-to-day lives. But ultimately, we're all about Ventura County. So each episode will go hyper-local into market conditions, statistics, regulations, and concerns that realtors are faced with throughout the county. We want this podcast to be informative, but still fun and entertaining. And on every show, we're going to highlight a fun new listing, and we'll have segments on social media trends and marketing, and we'll end every single episode by giving out action items. Every host and guest will give out one actionable nugget of information or advice that a listener can use to help grow the real estate business. So Ignacio, I feel like we got to start this thing off right. And in the topic on everyone's mind is what in the heck is going out there with this market? It has been a rocky road the last few months, I will say. What's your take? Yeah. I mean, I think it, it's definitely been different than it's been the last few years. Um, different meaning worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From I, my perspective. Anyway. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you, you get hired to take pictures of listings. So when there's not right. as many listings, right. you, you, you definitely see the direct impact of that. Um, and we're listing agents as well. So we see the direct impact of that. I, what I mean by different is just for the last three years, we've just been so busy. The market's been stimulated. I, I feel from, you know, the lower interest rates and people relocating, um, because they can work remotely or just quality of life or bigger house or or whatever people discovered during COVID. Now I think we're a little bit of a more normal market Mm -hmm. uh, from what, yeah. Okay. You know, normal ish. Yeah. I liked the new normal before (laughs) I did. I did too. It was a hell of a ride, but, um, I think, you know, right now it's just really interesting because you have the macro environment of interest rates, stock market, you know, all the, all this noise, right. We'll just call it noise. And then I think right now people who need to sell are selling, not very many others are selling because people refinanced or they locked in at a Yesterday, or when was it? Day before yesterday, I heard two different people, two of my clients say they locked in at 2.64%. Right. On a 30 year mortgage. Right. So, are so they just fire, s- fire them as clients because they're not going to sell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's, that's, the, that's what we're up against right now. And so I don't think people are selling unless they need to sell. Okay. How can we get more people to need to sell? Because I, I, I mean, here's the thing. From my perspective, and I'm not a realtor, so for people who don't know Upmarket Media, we are a, re, a realtor marketing company. So in general, our bread and butter, what most of the stuff we do is we shoot listings, right? So we do right. the photo, video, 3D, you know, all all the stuff associated when you uh, with media that you when you bring a property to market. And so I am not an expert in a lot of the other stuff. That's why. 
I need a co-host of this podcast, you know, someone who actually knows all that stuff. Sure. But, but to me, I mean, I mean, there has to be, doesn't it at a certain point get to a supply and demand point because there are still buyers out there, right? I hear what I hear chatter from realtors uh, when I'm talking to them is like, I got all these buyers. There's just nothing to buy. Yeah. I mean, I think there's definitely less buyers still just because of, again, interest rates yeah. just cuts people's buying power by a ton. But, you know, I think, <laughs> I think the last three years we've just been glorified salespeople, right? Like we're okay. running around, we're doing things for our clients. We're, we're like on the spot, um, whatever they want, we give them, we, you know, we're jumping through hoops. Now it's a different time. Okay. Now you actually have to provide value. You have to educate your clients. You have to give right. people options. You have to hear what they're actually telling you so you can right. structure some sort of solution. Because, you know, I think more than anything, at least the way I view myself and, and my partnership with my, my business partner, I think what we should aim to do is help people build wealth. Mm-hmm. And if you have that outlook on, uh, on your career with your clients... I think there are many ways that you can get people to buy and sell, you know, mm-hmm. and like just a simple way of, of, of educating somebody is, um, just sharing with them. Maybe they don't know what a 1031 exchange is and maybe they have mm-hmm. income property. Yeah, I, or, I don't know what that is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't want you to explain it to me. That's yeah. <laughs> I think most of our listeners know what it is. Yes. So, um, so, so I, I guess kind of what I'm hearing is is a way to put it is that maybe real estate has been sort of easy the last few years, right? I mean, you could just put, and I, I know we've seen that, right? Yeah. In, in our business, I, I cannot tell you how many times people have said, oh yeah, yeah, I, d- I just need photos on this one. Uh, it's going to sell tomorrow. Or even the trying to cancel the photo shoot because it's already it, uh, under contract. Right. And I'm like, yeah, yeah well, you know, you, you might need it for a backup yeah. offer. But, but now that things are sitting a little longer, people, mm-hmm. uh, we're finding that we're certainly not doing as many shoots, but when we are shooting, that we are giving more marketing materials for, for the realtors. Sure. Uh, because they feel like they need to market the property. Um, and, 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 but that kind of, like the way we think about our business is actually we don't really market property. We market realtors. And so, you know, our hope is that you want to keep your marketing consistent regardless of what the market conditions are, because that's how you're, you're going to get those other listings. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. And I think right now too, it's a completely different market. I think a lot of people tune out. I mean, as as many, you know, as much as people look into the news and pay attention to the noise there are people who maybe are a little oblivious to what's mm-hmm. going on. Sure. And right now I think it's the perfect time to do a contingent sale. So, you know, somebody who needs to sell in order to buy something mm-hmm. right now is the time we've done probably three or four of those this year. Okay. So contingent sale, meaning, can you explain that to me? Just Yeah. So let's say read, yeah, you, want, me? you sure. want to buy a house, you want to, Oh, I would love to buy a house. <laughs> you want to go up in size. Yeah. Okay. So what you would do is you'd put your house on the market with beautiful photography, right. all the works, yes. video, 3d. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, and you would make it contingent, contingent upon finding your home of choice. Oh, okay. Sure. And so essentially we would help you sell your house. Mm-hmm. So we, then when I got an offer and when someone, then I would, then I would find a, yes. Another and house. then the way you would write your offer with the property that you're buying, it would be contingent upon right, selling, selling your, your other house. Right, yeah, right, right. Correct. All right. Gets well, a little trickier, but I mean, if, yeah. if you know how to navigate it, it's right now is the market for it. Right. Well, why is that then? There's the market for that right now. 
it just depends. I mean, there's still properties that are selling right away. Um, there's properties that if they're priced right and they're mm-hmm. from what I've seen turnkey, right. Um, if, if they're maybe priced a little high, but they're turnkey, they're still selling sometimes with multiple offers. Right. Um, there, that's not happening everywhere. It's not right. happening with every listing. You know, we have a listing right now that's been on the market for 77 days and right. we thought it was going to sell right away. So, you know, when somebody sees that property, like if we got an offer tomorrow that was contingent upon selling their house, Right. You take it where in a hot market, you might not take that. Correct. Right. Okay. I got it. I got it. Well, uh, so you are, we are, so you think we are like, do you have any like statistics in your head of, of, of what, uh, what the market is like looking like? I mean, are things actually sitting longer? I mean, is there data to back this up? Yeah. Um, I mean, just, and it's okay if you don't have the exact numbers. In front no, no, no. Of well, I, I have some other numbers. I don't know if these are the ones sure. you're to share right now, but I think we have more stagnant inventory. Okay. So things are right. definitely sitting on the market more on right. average than we had before. Um, right. you know, like right now in Ventura County, all of Ventura County, there's right. 598 active properties. Right. And we're recording this like, you know, early mid May. Yeah. And then pendings right now, which is kind of interesting, there's 658. So there's more under contract than Uh there is listed, which we saw a lot of last year and the year before Mm -hmm. as well. And then solds up to this point uh, is 1,777. That's year to date. Year to date. Okay. Uh And then the same time year to date, so the beginning of the year last year, 2022, 2022, uh to May 10th, 2022, there were... 2,809 properties that sold. 2,809. Correct. And this year is 1,777. So there's like uh, a 30, what did we say? Like Oh, 36, 37%. Yeah, 37%, yeah, so percent less. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, I think that tracks cause I've been, you know, and, and Chelsea, you can, can you chime in here? So we have our producer, Chelsea Froelich, who also uh, runs our office at upmarket media. Uh, how do you think we're doing like listing wise are, 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 you know, shoot wise are, are we've picked up, right? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Especially the last two, three weeks. Right. And then, but I, I, I've kind of been telling people anecdotally that what we've been doing lately is about 60% of what I would think it would be for this time of year. Yes. Yeah. Still uh, not as busy as last year, but right. definitely picking up from right. where we were. Right. Well, I, I feel like I'm impressed with myself because I've just been throwing out that number and it turns out there's 37% less <laughs> transactions. So I feel like, wow, I, I, you know, I've been saying, wow, we're 30 to 40% down. Uh, Reed, you're just that smart. Well, you know, I, I just have my finger on the pulse. <laughs> Chelsea's like, do not pump this guy's ego one more little bit. Ignacio. I always pump his ego. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, so do you, do you think like a realtor's hurting? Cause I know our business is like, you know, we're, we're fine, but there's been moments where we're like, okay, let's uh, you know, cause we built out all this infrastructure to be able to service, you know, all these listings and now we're okay. Now we're utilizing our staff and everything, but th- there's been moments this year where we've been, all right, we might have to think about some changes or something. Yeah. I definitely think there's a transition, um, with realtors. I think a lot, I mean, two years ago, I believe, don't quote me on it, but okay, well. there were more realtors than there had ever been. Sure. In the history of realtors, uh-huh. you know, yes. in during that time period, because everybody thought it was easy. Right. Everybody thought that you could just 
Well, no. it was right. You, I mean, you could go and make to, thirty thousand bucks to a easy, yeah. to a certain degree. It was easy. I mean, it yeah. maybe was easier because the the perception of it right. too. But right now is like when a realtor, it's like make or break time. You know, you either double down and you spend your money and you do the things like you said. Yeah. You, you know, you you stay on your plan, or it's yeah, it's pretty tough for some people out there. I mean, right. when when you have one of the top uh, listing agents in Ventura, I saw him after a, a broker tour that he had, and I said, "Hey, how's it going? You know, how many how many yeah. listings you, you got going?" And he's like, "Oh, I've got two. and I'm just <laughs> like, he usually has like right. ten to fifteen, right? Um, so it's not just for a second I thought it was just us, right, right, and then you see it. Pretty much everywhere. Right. No, and I think we're seeing it where, you, you know, our top listing agents, are their volume is down, but they're still doing it, right? And and I know your team is 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 one of our, our, our top teams. And, and you know, we've still been shooting for you, just not quite as much. But it's yeah. going to be the, you know, I've definitely had realtors, you know, they'll call up and be like, I'm back in the game. I got one. And, you know, it's been like <laughs> kind of know, a not, joke. Yeah. Well, they're, or they're just being a little self-deprecating like, yeah, you know, I haven't yeah. done a transaction in eight months. Yeah. And, and so I, I know times can be tough. And I think that's in our second half of the show, we're, we're going to get into marketing and that that's kind of what we're going to have an emphasis in, in this podcast about a bit. And, and that's kind of what we're going to talk about is how to kind of stay on that plan, how to kind of double down on your marketing and, 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 and as a way to get through this time. And so, um, so we're going to go into transition into our, uh, the next phase of the show. So we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and we'll have our social media sidebar. We're going to come back with our listing of the week and we're going to have our marketing talk and then we're going to end with some action items. Ignacio, are you, you okay? Can you, can you handle I'm it? I'm so excited. You're I gonna can go hardly for the, handle you, it. Okay. You're going to hear, you're here for the duration. I'm here. All right. I appreciate it. Okay. We'll be right back. So our social media sidebar, this is where we're going to every week talk a little bit about social media strategy and kind of give out some of our social media info for the people who are on the show. So for us, we're upmarket.media on Instagram, and you can find us on Facebook. Uh, Upmarket.media is our website for my business. I Ignacio, you're on social media, right? Come on. Every yes. realtor has to be on social media, right? <laughs> yeah, so I've heard. Yeah. Okay. So w where can we find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram. That's where I'm most active. It's Ignacio underscore Anzaldo, my, my full name. Okay. That's great. You can see his full name in the show notes. Um, I, I well, look, I knew you were on social media cause I actually follow you. Uh, I, so <laughs> here's what you. I've noticed about you. Do, you do not really seem to have like a business focused, uh, Instagram account. Um, although you are taking care of business cause you're always posting stuff about how you're working out at 5am. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Talk, you, you were mentioning the word humble brag earlier. I feel like, I feel like it's just <laughs> some, humble brag, like, uh, you know, early bird gets the worm type stuff, showing off the muscles. Showing off. The, <laughs> it's, it's really, I mean, it came from this market yeah. actually that it, uh -huh. it started slowing down and I felt like I needed some sort of consistency in my life. And I've always you know, health is uh, health and fitness has been a, a big priority of mine. So I felt like it was the right time to start posting that on social media yeah, to make you feel bad. <laughs> well, I do feel bad when I look at your social media, so which is the point, right? So, but no, but you, you do put some business stuff on there. So do you find this approach where, where your social media and, and there's a lot of stuff about your kids on there, uh, you know, and a little bit about business. I mean, is that, does that work for you? Do you think you get clients from your social media? Um, I have had a few inquiries. I can't 
say that I've gotten business right. or I've, I've right. had business yes. conjured up business from, um, from social media. I think it's a good way to, to stay in contact with the clients that you've already closed right. a property with. Um, it kind of adds that level of, of personal right. touch, right. I feel like, because then they get to kind of follow along with your life and you get right. to oh, follow Ignacio along with has children. He's a good dad. Yeah. He's a good person to do business with. I mean, sure. right? I mean, that's kind of the subtext. I know that's not necessarily, but it's it allows them to see into your life and see you as a real person and not just as a realtor. Right? And it kind of keeps them top of mind. Like it, right. it keeps us top of mind in, in their mind. Right. So if they are talking real estate with one of their friends, maybe mm-hmm. that'll be the reason uh, right. You know, oh yeah, I saw Ignacio posted something mm-hmm. yesterday, and so keeping top of mind, I think, is important. Yeah, and I know a lot of realtors though do have kind of their business Instagram or or their personal Instagram is all business, and and really, and and we'll have different people on as this show progresses who who have different strategies for social media because definitely there are some who are there like I get all my leads through Instagram and TikTok. I mean that's. You know, and so the, I don't think there's any one way to do it. But I, to me, what I, what I preach in, and because your social media, regardless, even if you're just doing it, uh, just doing personal stuff on there, it is part of your marketing. And sure. we always think about that kind of tripod of marketing of where you have your website, you have your social media, and then you have your in-person stuff. And so social media is one of those legs that the tripod right. has to stand on, right? So. Uh, um, you do want to be, I think my advice is you do want to be intentional with your social media and our, sure. up, and our upmarket social media is mostly like, Hey, the, here's a, here's a house we just shot. Right. And I know Chelsea is always on us, uh, who has, who has kind of an emphasis on, on social media to do what Chelsea just constantly post. Yeah. Behind oh, the scenes. There you go. Behind the scenes. That's the thing that, <laughs> everyone that she's, wants to see who's shooting, who's there. Yeah. That having that kind of behind the scenes stuff. So that we're seeing of, you know, what we actually do in the field and kind of then also the people who are doing the work where it's not, you know, where, where our business, you know, we have like five shooters. So it's not just me or my business partner, Mark out there shooting. It's like, you know, it's, it could be any one of us. Um, and by the way, Chelsea, if we want to find you on Instagram, it's feeding beautiful. Yes. Chelsea does a lot of food stuff. So if you like food, you're going to want to follow her. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, Ignacio <laughs> follow follows her. So, all right. That's good. Um, so, it, but I, I think that the, the you really just want to be authentic in your social media, right? And so even if you have it be a much more business focused social media account, I think you just want it to be authentic to you and authentic to your brand and your brand should be authentic to you, right? That's like, you don't want to yeah. be out there. There's always going to be a little bit of like, okay, I want to put my best foot forward and all that, but you want to make sure that, 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 I mean, in a way it's the way we kind of shoot houses. It's like, Hey, this is what the house is, but we're going to put it in the best possible light possible. Yeah, absolutely. Right? I mean, I think for me specifically, it's not that I don't want to, make social media a little bit more of, of my plan or have more mm-hmm. of a strategy or more of a part of my business. I do. Um, I just know myself and right. it's really difficult for me to prioritize time to do that. I've yes. been trying to do a better job at posting reels or posting mm-hmm. pictures and keeping people updated on the properties that we have listed and in escrow and sold. Right. Um, but for me, I think for me to want to do it because yeah. it has to, in my opinion, it has to be done by me or else yeah. it's going to feel not disingenuous. Yeah, yeah. Not, not authentic. Yeah. And yeah. so you, you got to get over that because uh, I yeah, know yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, 
I don't know. I do. I do. You're right. No, no. Right. I, I just and look, there's no one way to do it. And 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 the, the bottom line is, it is hard. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, Chelsea, we are a media company. All we do all day long is produce media, and we find it hard to to find the time to post stuff. Yeah, we don't do it as often as we should. Yeah, exactly, exactly. We're always and, focused on the other stuff. Yeah, and, and it's just the day to day churn of real estate. And I know realtor, we get it. You know, our clients are realtors, so you know it's always on for us too. That you guys are always on. You're always having to do stuff and to find those few minutes a day to post to social media. It's hard, but yeah. I do think you got to make it a priority, or at least have you know if you have an assistant, have them do it, or right. or just or, you know plan out some content. Um, you know, it, it's. Yeah, it's just a thing. I agree. I mean, and that's something that we, as soon as we hire an assistant, we've been talking about it. I think that's something that, you know, we want somebody who's going to do all of, like, at least remind us to do yes. something right and then you, you exactly, just do it exactly exactly and and you know look it is important and that's why every single episode of the show we are going to have a segment right. on social media because there's so much to talk about it all the time so that's going to do it for this social media sidebar however and then we are going to come back for the rest of the show all right ignacio i know you're excited for our listing of the week, even though this podcast is not weekly, I think it's going to be bi-weekly. We're just still going to call it the listing of the week. It's That's the listing fine. of this week. It's 748 Diamond Drive in Camarillo, California, listed by Jack and Bonnie Stevenson of the Realty One Group Summits. Ignacio, yes. this baby is priced at $1,999,500, five bedrooms, five baths, 3,980 square feet, built in 1999. Looks like it's up there in Sterling Hills in Camarillo. What do we think? I think it's a great area. I think you can't go wrong at all with the area. Um, very desirable, super safe, uh, resale value is good. Right. Houses so this, so this is this is what you so I, I'm kind of interested in how you pitch the or I I guess if you have a buyer, how are you do you pitch the houses or you just kind of let them like um, I would say in this price point, you typically have buyers who are pretty savvy about the area. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you want to just reinforce everything right. that they may or may not know. And you just I talk about the area more than I talk about the house um, uh-huh. unless the house like this house is pretty done. Yeah, it's this house is pretty dialed in. So, you know, I typically let, I'm the kind of realtor that lets people air out and air like, out. yeah, okay. like do their thing and I'll comment here and there, but I don't like to be overwhelming. Right. I, I like to let them take ownership of the house while they're there. Right. Right. And, and I guess unless, unless you, you maybe know, like, I don't know, something about the area or something that, you know, this, this family wouldn't potentially like then you're gonna because you're you're just trying to have their best interests at heart right? yeah absolutely yeah. that's that's it but right. this, this house is super nice yeah so i think like if you had clients who needed a who had a two million dollar budget and wanted to live like by the golf course course in camarillo i it's hard to see how you could go wrong here but that's me what do i know no i think it's i think it's a great house i mean they've done a lot of upgrades i love the fireplaces i love that outdoor area uh, where you're overlooking the mm-hmm. the pond. I yeah. Love, I love the the deck that All right. is off the primary. I mean, I think it's a great house. A lots lot, of lots of privacy. A lot to love. Lots All right. Love. Well, I bet by the time this this episode comes out, this thing's going to be gone. Yeah, so I have a, a buyer for listener. it. So. Oh, you do? Okay, perfect. All right. Wow. Congratulations. We we just made the, a deal in the first, <laughs> the, the first episode of this show. All right. Well, that was our listing of the week. And now we're going to move into... 
our marketing moment, which is actually sponsored by Upmarket Media. What? How did how did we find a sponsor for this segment? That happens to be the company that I own, but still, we are sponsoring it. Upmarket Media, Upmarket dot Media. Uh, check us out. We have uh, we do all the stuff: photos, aerial photos, video, Matterport three D floor plans. You get a free floor plan with every shoot. It's great. Um, uh, you can check us out at upmarket.media. We also have an app, the Upmarket Media app. You can download, you can book right there. We have a booking forms. Give us a call anytime. We can talk to you, answer any questions you have. And now let's talk about marketing. I think, Ignacio, as we kind of alluded to before, that this is the time to double down on your marketing because this is the time where you there is leverage to be had because a lot of realtors, a lot of all of us, right? Yes. In any of the, in any real estate kind of industry, real estate focused industry, this is a moment where I, I feel it in my bones, right? Like I have this scarcity mentality. Like, okay, I don't know. I don't know what the future is going to really? hold. I you think do? we got to tell the, yeah, I do. Doesn't, doesn't everyone kind of naturally have that? It's like, I want to protect myself in this moment. So I have to kind of tell myself that this is actually the time to double down. And that's what we've been doing. We've been doubling down on all our marketing and it's really paid off. I mean, I think that's what's getting us through this time is that we are adding new clients to our, yeah. to our roster. We're, you know, doing the stuff. Yeah. I mean, I think you have to adapt and you have to push through that, um, uncomfortable, those uncomfortable thoughts of like, you know, the scarcity mindset. So I I think doubling down is super important. I mean, we've had like five listings as Mm -hmm. of recent on the Hill and we have like four coming up in the future. So that's, we're trying to really leverage that and just market like no other up there because we, I mean, we have the proofs in the pudding. We're the ones selling the ones on the hillside. Right. Well, and, and I think what I would say to, to bring it to our, our, our listeners that you need to find that leverage point for yourself. Right. And so if if you all of a sudden you've done four on the hill, yeah, double down on that. Or if you've, you know, whatever, you know, like all of a sudden I got two listings in Simi Valley. All right, well let's go for it. Or, or, you know, or whatever. Or I just like my kid just got on the traveling soccer team and all those parents have some money. So I'm going to just like hang out with them and talk about real estate. I mean, I don't, whatever it is going to be, right. Anything. I mean, just pick something and double down. Yeah, exactly. And, 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 and as we were talking about earlier, you know, where it's maybe these agents who aren't the high volume agents and like they, they haven't been getting this stuff and, and they're probably not going to have the budget to like double yeah. down on their marketing. So I think when we say that it doesn't mean that you have to up your spending, right? Cause no. you, there is a ton of marketing you can do that doesn't actually cost any money. Sure. And, and I think we're finding, you know, in upmarket media, part of where we're finding success is is not in like taking ads out places. I mean, that yeah. always helps too, but it is that face-to-face networking, Yeah, going to networking events. I mean, it's hard, you know, for our, we're an affiliate, right? So we can go to realtor networking events and those are all our clients. And these are all the people that, that it pays for us to network yeah. to. And so if you're a realtor at those events, well, networking with other realtors doesn't necessarily get you more business. I guess it can help you on the buy side or, or whatever, but you know, ultimately you are looking for new clients. Yeah. I mean, I think it's all important. We just had a guest speaker at our quarterly meeting yesterday. Um, she's the number one agent in all of Utah, uh, with our, with Uh our parent company. And she came and talked to us and she was a huge advocate for being on the board, doing Uh anything you can to put yourself in front of other realtors, because, you know, if you're liked and respected by the, by your peers, right. People want to show your listings. People want to work with you. Mm -hmm. People trust you people, you know, so I think, I think it's a big part of it. Right. Um, 
I think you should spend as much time cultivating the relationships with realtors as you should with your clients. Uh-huh. Interesting. Honestly. Okay. And, and, you know, we just recently went to a Sotheby's event in um, Las Vegas, and that's literally all we're doing is we're meeting people from feeder markets from different areas, mm-hmm. cultivating that relationship, building that relationship in hopes that we, you know, we have a client that may be moving to that area mm-hmm. because it makes a big difference when you're talking to your client and you go, actually, I do have a person, right? Here's, you know, here's their name, here's their story. They have two kids, blah, 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 blah. You know, you're not like, give me one second. Let me go oh, online right. yes. and try <laughs> right. to like right. figure out a good realtor. Who will give me you. a nice commission to bring them a buyer? Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, right. Right. So right. I, I think it's, I mean, sorry to go off track. No, but there's I, no off track. It's a podcast, Ignacio. <laughs> I, I think it's super, super, super important. I mean, that's kind of been, I'm going to share my goal. Oh, I, it's, I just, love goal sharing. I think this year I made it really, really a, an intentional goal for myself was to become the most liked realtor <laughs> in Ventura amongst other realtors. And I think it's working. I think people <laughs> like me. Ignacio, I love that that's your goal. Well, no, but, but here's the thing. Here's what I'll say about, about that for you. Cause I, I think if someone heard that, they would be like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> but here's, I've known you for a few years now. And I feel like that is actually your authentic self coming yeah. through. So as we talk about authenticity, and I don't think that you ever come into a situation and you feel like that desperate guy who just wants to be liked, but I do think people do like you and trust you. Uh, that's what I hear. From people. So, you know, yeah. And I guess that's what, what I really mean is I want people to like me Mm -hmm. because I want them to trust me. I I want people to say that guy has high integrity. He really works for his clients and he's pleasant to work with. I want to show his properties. I want to work with him. Well, yeah, no. And I've definitely heard uh, uh, about, uh, you know, realtors that everyone has to hold their nose when they do a deal with them or, you know, whatever. And, and they're hated. I mean, like genuinely hated within the industry. And I do think that does affect their business, although somehow they're still successful. So I don't yeah, know. I mean, this know. isn't There's Los- no one way to do it. Yeah. This isn't Los Angeles or San Francisco or New York. You're mm-hmm. going to run into your peers, right? You're going to work. I mean, there's a handful of top producing agents in the area. You're going to see them. You're going right. to work with them. It's better just to have them. Right like you. Well, what kind of in-person networking can people do the outside of the real estate sphere? Do you think, I mean, is it, it like when we're talking about, you know, where we find in our potential clients, right? So we're talking about social media, you know, you can do ads on Google and drive people to your website and all those kind of things, but it's those, it's those relationships with people that really are going to drive, uh, drive business. I mean, so many times we see realtors selling their neighbor's homes. Like yeah. literally that is, you know, that you have the highest probability of selling a home that's within three, three homes of yours. I feel like. Yeah. I mean, I think I'll, I'll say two focus points that I think are super important. Obviously where you live, I think mm-hmm. be outside, be talking to your neighbors, you know, like yeah. cultivate those relationships um, I guess I'll do three. Oh, good. If you have kids, oh yeah, you know, always one. be involved in the schools. There's, you can sponsor little things and and have your name on it or not have your name on it. You know, do whatever you want, but that just being there at the events, talking to the parents, being right. genuinely interested, I think makes a big difference. And then number three, right now, because the market, you know, during COVID and the heat, mm-hmm. there was hardly any open houses. Right. right now there's tons of open houses. If you're a newer agent, 
go to everybody in your office and schedule out open houses for the next three weeks to a month. Mm -hmm. Do it every single day. Ask them if they want an open house on a Thursday evening. Like you will meet people there. Right. And if you have a strategy and you have some sort of a plan, you will generate business. You will meet clients. I mean, we have a, a newer agent in our office and she literally sat an open house on one of our new listings and got the buyer from it on a $1.5 million house. Wow. Like but that. that that's pretty rare though, right? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, another agent in our office has picked up like six clients from two open houses. Wow. That you just have to have a strategy. You have to be intentional. You have to provide value. Right. You know? Well, and I think you have to work hard. Totally. I mean, Absolutely. I think that's, that, that's the bottom line is that, that we, you know, we can talk about marketing all you want, but if you're not following and, and marketing is work, but if you're not following up with like a genuine work ethic, right. I mean, it's what, right. what are you going to do? You're just throwing money. <laughs> I'll send at you it. some yeah. listings Yeah, right. <laughs> in two or three days. Yeah. Right. It just is not going to work. I mean, you have to, yeah. you have to meet your clients where they're at and you have to, you have to do the leg work. You have to be your authentic self. And or like a example, I had a open house on Sunday and I, there was this couple that came in, they were super charming and funny and cool. And they were kind of like chatting with me in between people. I think uh-huh. I had like three people in the house at the same time. Um, and there's an upstairs and downstairs. So it's kind of hard to keep track of everybody and walk with mm-hmm, every right. individual person. But I ended up having a really genuine connection with them. They weren't interested in the house. They were more so looking just in case. Right. Um, but, I mean, he definitely has money. He had the money to buy it. Mm-hmm. He has a ton of income property. Um, we talked for probably 30 minutes. Like mm-hmm. we sat down on the couch outside on the patio, had a beautiful ocean view. It was a really great setting. But at the end of it, you know, he remembered my name. He shook my hand, looked me in the eyes and he was like, I'm going to bring you business. Like right. I'm going to refer you. I think you're a great guy. It's like, my the motto most li- that you're like, I'm the most liked realtor inventor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get a pin that says that, um, oh, yeah. uh, after this year's done, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, or attempted to be, <laughs> um, but I, you know, I think making genuine connections and, and trying to add value, listening to, to people, listening to their pain points, their pleasure points, and just trying to figure out like, how do I find the best solution? you know, and being straightforward and, and not being robotic, I think, you know, mm-hmm. and working hard. Yeah. I think that it all, it all goes into that. Right. Well, it, just having those, the, the, the genuine connections is, is I, I think that, that really resonates with me. And, and I know in our business, I think that's how, uh, you know, and the, and the quick backstory on that is that, that my business partner, Mark, who may or may not ever appear on the podcast, we'll see, um, you know, we had competing businesses for a lot of years and we, a couple of years ago, like two and a half years ago now, we merged and became upmarket media. And since then, you know, we've expanded our team and kind of our roles have, have become different. And I ha- I don't really, I'm not out there shooting that much anymore. Uh, if at all, uh, I'm kind of, you know, running the, running the operations and, and, and doing the marketing and now doing this podcast and, you know, other things. And so I've kind of been missing that connection with some of my clients. And so really in the last few months, I've been out there trying to do more of those networking events and whatever. And it's been really good to make sure that you really, you keep those relationships strong because if, if not, if all of a sudden you just become a business entity and you, there's not a person behind yeah. it, then, it, then it becomes 
tougher to kind of retain that business and to sure. have that personal touch. And then I can provide better service for those clients as well, because then they're saying, well, you know, I need this or I need that, or I really liked when you did that. And so we get that feedback and then we can make sure that, that we can give each of our clients the service that, that they expect and, and yeah. need, you know? Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I think it's important. You probably needed a break from it to a certain degree. Oh, well, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, it can, it and can, even, even this podcast, I mean, you're doing it, you're doing it in so many different ways. So yeah. kudos to you. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> Great. Thank you, Ignacio. God, somehow you're just so likable. <laughs> Great. This is going to be a running joke now. Well, of course it is. <laughs> you can't come on somewhere and say, my goal is to be the most liked realtor and not have it be a thing. Now. It is. Yeah. All right. Good. I love it. I, you know, and, and, and the, the thing that I, I love or like the most about you is that you are. No, you love it. A person of action. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Reed. Which brings us to our action items. Our action items today are sponsored by Choice Home Warranty. Tamara Rossi Molina with Choice Home Warranty. Oh, love her. She's giving you an exceptional home warranty experience. Check them out at chwpro.com. That's Choice Home Warranty. So, Ignacio... I'm going to yes. have you go first as the honored first co-host. And by the way, we're going to have rotating co-hosts. It's not going to be Ignacio every week. <laughs> Darn. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> okay. I'll go first. Um, yeah. I think an action item for a realtor is, um, you know, I think I'm going to double down on what I said earlier. It's do more open houses, especially huh? if you don't you have business coming in. If you feel like you're not busy, even if you are busy, Open houses aren't just for buyers more often than you would think. There's a ton of neighbors that come by the open houses. Oh, that's what I've always thought. Yeah. To see, to see what, what's going on, to see what's selling in their area. And a lot of the times they want to see, you know, they're kind of thinking about something and it's your job to figure out what it is. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they want to sell. They want to see what that property is going to sell for. Right. And you just start the conversation. So typically at my open houses, I'll have, a buyer packet and mm-hmm. then I'll have a, a seller's packet. Oh, right. And That's smart. I think it's just be really intentional about the open house, walk people through, you know, right. Well, because you are showing those potential sellers that are, are surrounding how you would sell their house. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. You don't want to just be sitting on the couch like, Hey, yeah, come on in, like check right. it out. Feel at home. Right. Let me know if you have any questions. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's how I do it. I know you. I, well, I like sitting on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of my, that's my thing. Especially if it's a Saturday, I want to sit on the couch. Yeah. And let's just be honest. And then, you know, if somebody doesn't have time to do the open houses, I think creating a farm, be very specific oh, about we're, we're, we're multiple action items. Just two. Wow. Because I'm not a, Whoa. I thought I was going to be the permanent host. So now oh. that I'm not, I'm, I'm having to like, <laughs> You're right. Cram all it all ideas. in. Yeah. Yeah. I think a farm too, just be intentional about uh, what area you want to be the, the, mm-hmm. you know, the, right. the main guy or gal at and, and just right. work it door right. knock, send postcards, send right. letters, right. You target those open, get those open houses in that farm region. Exactly. Right? If, you, if you, if someone else is in there and they're going to be like, Hey, that's my farm. Absolutely. <laughs> it's my farm now. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Dude, that's because you want to have a war among agents in your office, right? About whose farm is whose. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, that seems like a good it's strategy. It's just friendly competition. Yeah. That's oh, all it is. Oh, yeah. I've, I've heard it's always friendly in the, <laughs> with the realtor ranks. Um, okay. Thank you, Ignacio, for the double action items. I'm still going to give one though. Okay. Go ahead. 
here it is. I think you want to know who you're marketing to. So I think you want to figure out as a realtor, who your ideal client is kind of do like a demographic profile. And I think you can kind of, you know, you probably already have an intuitive sense of who that person is, but maybe analyze the people that have that, that you have had relationships with uh, business relationships with, even if you've never done a transaction, I think you can still kind of figure out who is that ideal person? What's their income level? What's their ethnicity, their age? Where do they live? You know, do they have kids? Do they, you know, are they retired? You know, what is, what is that person, right? What does that person look like? Because then you can help, that will help you determine how you can reach that person. The more you can figure out where your values resonate, with clients, right? So if, you know, the people that are attracted to what you're about, your authentic self, your, your brand, your business, then it's going to be easier to reach those clients and convert them into potential clients. Yeah. I think that's great. I don't think, I don't think enough people do that. Yeah. I, it's all part of, I think being, you know, to kind of maybe put a bow on all of this, it goes back to a word that I think you said many times throughout the episode is being intentional, right? Being intentional about your marketing, being intentional about your social media, being intentional about the way you carry yourself in the business, being intentional about, you know, the person, your personality, right? Of yeah. being, you know, wanting to be like a trustworthy person and being intentional about who you work with. Right. And I think we're all, you know, all of us as business owners, you're going to, you're probably going to work with whoever wants to work with you. Right. We all want those clients, but you know, the, but if you can think about who exactly it is that you want to work with, that's going to help you. Yeah, absolutely. I, and I think just, Adding on to that, as a realtor, you don't have to start at the bottom. I mean, you can educate Uh yourself. You can learn the lingo. You can go to different events. You can, I don't want to say fake it till you make it, but like, come on. Yeah. Yeah, Kind of like have that confidence, make yourself seen around those people. And you know, you can start at much higher price points. Right. Your first deal can be a $2 million house. It can be. Yeah. All right. Ignacio, thank you, my man. Reed, you're welcome. Thank All right. you. So we're going to be back in a couple of weeks with a different co-host. Sorry. Sad Ignacio, face. he'll be back someday. It's it's, <laughs> it's all good. Well, I don't know. I'm going to listen back to this episode and see, see how it went. But thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, we're excited to get this thing rolling. And we'll be back in a couple of weeks with a new episode. And until then, thank you. Real VC is a production of Upmarket Studios. This episode was produced by Chelsea Froelich and edited by Bethany Diedrich. We'll be back shortly with a brand new episode. But in the meantime, we hope that all your transactions will be smooth. Thank you for everything. Everything.